Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey! What are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead. It's the Luke and Pete Show with me, Pete Donaldson, and Luke Moore is back. Oh, baby. Is this the crispest kind of click in a song possible on our theme tune? It's a great click. It's a great click, isn't it? Yeah, speaking of great clicks, you, Mark, and Alex last week. Yeah, indulgent. That was, uh, this is going to be a return to normality, much to the disappointment of many a listener, I expect. Okie dokie. Um... It was great fun, though, wasn't it? I, I enjoyed listening to it. I had a bit of a giggle, yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was nice to uh, kind of settle into those old kind of uh, roles uh, 15, years, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, it's nice to revisit. Uh, Pete, lots of people would say that um, you don't look that like, old enough for that to be the case, Pete. <laughs> I uh, have a reputation of looking younger than my years, I'll have you know. So, I, it's ridiculous, I know. I'm doing my best to dress like a granddad, but... To try and up those, but... Uh, I think you're one of those people who's ageless. Yeah, but then also, ageless, I look like everyone. Someone I care yeah. about greatly, um, more than most people, I would say, <laughs> uh, said that I remind her of the uh, granddad from Up recently. Yeah, I yeah. can see that with your manner. Your manner. Yeah, you, you're, manner. You're quite, you can be quite grumpy, and you uh, go to grumpiness very quickly. I yeah, but that's not... He's grumpy all the time, because he's, he's, he's got reasons to, because he's got a deceased wife. Yeah, I'm saying you, you're grumpy all the time and you don't have reasons to. No, I do have good reasons to because I hang out with it's people It's one of like the me. Yeah, it's one yeah, of the yeah, me. Yeah, Normally, exactly. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's Luke and Pete's show. It is Monday, the mm. 9th of March. Where, can I ask you one question, by the way, Hello. Pete? Hello. At the risk of sounding like um, the oldest man, in, oh, I'm the oldest man in the room. Okay. Um, where's the year going? Where is the year going? Do you where's the year going? It goes so fast. Do you reckon? I yeah. think it's going quite slow. I'd, I'd use, I'm emotionally in April. Really? It's because it's your birthday in April, of course. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's, I'm emotionally there. Um, you, you, is, it, is it going quite slowly for you because everything is building up to the sweet release of death? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, as an asthmatic and a, you know, a, a, an occasional steroid... I was going to say occasional steroid user makes me sound like I'm juicing. Uh, yeah. a, an asthma-based uh, steroid uh, user... I'm just worried about this virus. Are you I just want, particularly I just want, at risk? I just want, yeah, I am. So I just want to get to summer, 
where everyone just stops getting the flu generally and we'll all, we'll all be all right. We'll yeah. all be all right. I think summer will hopefully make it go away. Mm. Um, Makes a lot of the blues go Imagine if I went onto like, a news program and like a talk, expert talking and just <laughs> said that. And Mr. Moore, um, what, what do you make of this so far? I hope that, and I think that when it gets to summer, it will all go away. Yeah, because uh, Italy's quite warm, isn't it? <laughs> and look how they're dealing with shit. How are they dealing with shit, Donny? It's just a bit of full lockdown. They just went, right, nobody's leaving. And then uh, there was like this train that was leaving, and it was the last train before the lockdown. So everyone was just running to get this train out of uh, out of uh, Hellsville, yeah, uh, Italia. It's awful what's uh, happening there. Isn't doesn't it? sound like a lockdown, though, is it? No. Right, there's a lockdown, but there's one train leaving out of the lockdown, yeah. and you got to get it. Yeah, this almost sounds like you're doing it on purpose. That's what I'll be thinking. <laughs> but but Pete, it's obviously tragic what's going on, and we want that we we wish everyone a, a happy and healthy recovery. A happy Corona. Yeah, but. You look at stuff like that and you go, oh, that's exciting, isn't it? What do you mean? It's like, exciting. It's a bit... Um, I don't watch a lot of films about the apocalypse. I find them quite dull um, because my I live my apocalypse every day. Yeah. And uh, so, I, you know... I'm and it is it. dull. And it is dull. It's yeah. quite boring. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't watch a lot of those films. So when I see sort of like things like that happening, I sort of go, oh, it's, uh, it's a bit horrible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's genuinely chilling. Think so, of, <laughs> so, I mean, in terms of getting away from things that are chilling... Right. Um, I think it would be remiss of us. Now, I don't right. know if we did this last year. Right. Uh, I can't remember. No one listening will be able to re- remember other, anyway, other than no. those crazy people on Twitter who, who tell you off for everything. Mm. Um, but did we do Crufts last year? Um, I don't think we did, no. Unless you... It's so good. Because you're like an avid kind of Sunday television watcher, Big if you're time. in. If you're That's in. what Sunday's all about, mate. Mm. I don't really want to be doing anything post... 4 or 5 p.m. on a Sunday. Mm. I mean, a lot of time you, I have to do a lot of prep for shows we're doing this week or, or in the week or we have to make sure we're across all the football, all that kind of stuff. I don't really want to be doing things post 4 or 5 p.m. on a Sunday. I want to yeah. be watching TV. Settling I want to be relaxing. I want to be reading. I want to be doing something a little bit kind of chilled out yeah. to prepare myself for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crufts is perfect for that. <laughs> the thing about Crufts, I mean, if you didn't watch it, you've seen it before, right? Yeah. You know I what s- it is. I saw a dog going mad. Yeah. Um, oh, the little the, the, no, the clip it was, of it. It was a, quite a big dog. I think sometimes they just at Crufts they bring in like in many ways like in X Factor in the uh, in the noughties where Simon Cowell would uh, put through an idiot, yeah, uh, just to keep. It was quite exploitative, know, wasn't it? Yeah, it's quite exploiting mentally ill people. Um, yeah, they, they 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 sometimes feature a dog who just will not do what it's told. It's not had any formal training, it seems, and it just gets too excited and does and refuses to do the little assault course. Well, the one that the, the the Twitter video that went, I mean, I need to take your advice on this. People, do people still say it went viral? I, I mean, I, you hate I, it. I've not heard viral for a little okay. while. The, the, the video clip that went around the internet receives penetration. Yeah, the dog that received penetration got a lot of market cut through. <laughs> yeah, um, was a dog grabbing the little uh, beam from the jump thing. Oh yeah, just, yeah, he just went rental. Yeah, yeah, that that's was the a, guy. but that was a rescue dog. That oh, they bring right, in yeah. to show them and go, look, this is, these are, these are loads of dogs that aren't the best of their breed or right. they aren't a great example, but they've been rescued and they're, they're looking for homes and that dog oh, just went mental. It Crufts... wasn't supposed to be there as a performer. Oh, right. So that wasn't, yeah. oh, it wasn't like, a, let's run through here, but the dog just grabbed it and ran off with it. No, sadly. Well, that did happen, but it, yeah. well, I think it was kind of expected. Brilliant. Uh, but well, the thing I was going to say was, when you watch Crafts, it's easy to forget. That... <laughs> so they interview, obviously this sounds ridiculous, but you know what I mean. They don't interview the dogs. 
They yeah. don't spend any time with the dogs, really, apart from the no. dog just sits on the sofa in the interview room and just says nothing and just sits there. What's or the dog like? Sometimes I've a treat. Well, he's, yeah. not, he's quite well behaved. Oh, he, no, no, they, they always go, oh, he is so naughty. <laughs> he is, you wouldn't believe how naughty. Is he really naughty? Because I've seen dogs that all, you know, attack kids and stuff. Yeah. Is, is he really naughty? Yeah. Do you mean that sometimes that when you don't give him a treat, he, he barks? Because mm. that ain't that naughty for a dog. When dogs attack uh, humans... We never get the names of the dogs. No, because I think it seems I think it seems frivolous. <laughs> I think I think if a dog has attacked a human being and has had to be put to sleep, I think it's frivolous if the person the human being's been injured to, to, to say to say um, name yeah, the offending dog. Yeah, to say that oh and um, um, Tiddles Tiddles uh, imagine it's called Tiddles, Tiddles the dog. But anyway, what I was going to say was. It's easy to forget, and you must always remind yourself when watching crafts. I must always remind myself. The dogs don't know what's happening. Yeah. The dogs don't have any idea why they're there. No. They're just doing it for a treat. So they yeah. keep looking up, and the, and the owner's normally got a little pouch on his yeah. belt and gives them a treat. With a little treat. So if you walk up and down there with me, I'll give you a treat at the end. That's why they're doing it. Yeah. But they're not doing it any other reason. They don't, yeah. they don't, even, they don't even know why they're there, mm. right? And, and nothing will typify this more than when the... The dog that won best in show, the big prize last night in Crufts, celebrated by doing a gigantic turd right in the middle of the floor. Oh, I saw it. Was that, was that the winner? I saw yeah. the turd. I saw the offending turd. Well done. Handshake, trophy, little ruffle of the Doing dog. shit. Walk around, show the trophy. The woman looks down. The dog is taking a turd in front of like 20,000 people. Was, didn't Louis Armstrong um, swear by laxatives and weed? Louis Armstrong? Yeah. Where's that come from? Well, I'm just thinking that's probably how he celebrated a great gig. <laughs> Curling one out. Is that why he had like big big mouth? <laughs> no, that's because he had all because he blew a trumpet. Yeah. What I didn't expect you to take it down that angle. That's no, all. I'm just thinking like I, uh, there's very few spots you can celebrate with a big poop. That <laughs> Gary Lineker did it. Lineker. Yeah. <laughs> celebrated a bit early. <laughs> what um what would you also be interested in one, Gary? Would you no. also <laughs> <laughs> would, one, would you inter- be interested in the dogs perhaps I know you can't dress them up because you've got to look at their outline and stuff but could right. you give them little hats what do you mean as in like the dog gets like a little hat because you know when people dress up yeah. if they dress up in a big way so say it's um, you know like a, a morning suit or whatever they wear, people wear a top hat or yeah. a, a woman will wear like a fascinator hat or whatever mm. Could you, would, you, would you be on board with the idea that every dog yeah. at Crufts has to have a hat commensurate with the size of dog it is uh, only if it is um, uh, doubled up with a monocle. Yeah, monocle, monocle definitely. Do. But 100%. have you ever tried to get anything on a dog? Any hats? They're not interested, no? They, oh, they do not like it. But not even for a treat? <laughs> no, well, they don't. No, they just like get it off me. Yeah. I reckon all dogs, because dogs look their stupidest and their least um, majestic when they've got a corn of shame on. So I think all yeah. Crufts... All Cruft's uh, entrance should uh, enter with a, a corn of shame on because then you will really separate the men from the boy dogs. <laughs> the, the wheat from the chaff dogs. The, the final thing I want to say about Cruft's is that um, <clears throat> it's a great to hear on the commentary mm. like a 60-year-old a quite posh woman or man. Right. Sometimes it's Peter Purvis from Blue Peter. Do you know that? Yeah, he sometimes does it. He does it. Yeah. Um, they'll say, Pete, they'll go, and if we look at the, um, the Bichon Freeze here, as she jumps up and down, beautiful outline, lovely, cheerful disposition. <laughs> she really is a lovely little bitch. bitch yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And in first place, and bitch obedience champion 2018 will be Philomena Barnes. It will never not be funny, will it? Strong. It's just too strong to stop using it. It's just, you know. <laughs>
It's not our word. It's the dog's, <laughs> it's the dog's word. They've, they've taken ownership they've of it. They've taken ownership of it. Oh, did you see that, um, that tweet that the North Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service uh, sent around yesterday? No. Um, I, I mean, in a, it's weird in 2020 that that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Have you been? Have you been? Are you aware about what the the, the, the North Yorkshire Fire and Rescue? Because I live nowhere near North Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they tweeted this. It's brilliant. Um, One thirty-seven p.m. Should be an oink, not a tweet. Tadcaster and Nairsborough fire crews attended <laughs> a fire to four pig pens near oh, yes. Bramham. No pigs were harmed. The cause of fire, this is fascinating. Mm. This is like some Breaking Bad MacGyver shit. Right. But the cause of fire attributed to a battery-powered pedometer carried by one of the pigs to prove it was free range. Right? <laughs> right so it's got a pedometer on it. Is that government mandated? Must be is some kind of food standard. Is that EU red tip? <laughs> You're welcome to You're it. Welcome. Um, ped- so a pig's got a pedometer on, right? Another pig... Ate the pedometer because mm. they just eat anything. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, pigs are really intelligent, mm. but they eat pedometers. Mm. After nature had taken its course, again, another animal taking a shit, mm. it's believed that the copper from the batteries reacted with the pig pen's contents, uh, contents, i.e., the shit, in conjunction with dry bedding, igniting, burning, uh, ignited, burning approximately 75 square meters of hay. I mean, that is spectacular, right up my street. I mean, I'm presuming. Look at the picture. Yeah. Uh, it, it uh, well, that looks grim, doesn't it? Yeah, looks like an old World War uh, Two shelter. You know, um, you know the um, the old trick about where, like, back in the comic books, when you were a kid, they would put a burning um, ba- paper bag of dog turd on the doorstep, so it would stamp, stamp on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's basically a giant that's basically version of that. that yeah. yeah. Um, I always think that people do not respect how explosive Valium batteries are. Like, bearing in mind everything. Tell us more. I know I nothing about this. From your smartwatch to your computer to your uh, mobile phone. Um, if you pierce that, uh, that, um, that, is it Valium? It's not Valium, is it, what we're talking about? Um, whatever battery it is. It's not, not Valium, Valium, is it? I mean, Valium, Valium sounds, it's, it's, sounds it's, it's, like you took last night. Because <laughs> I can't get it out. Yeah. What, what am I talking about? Uh, lithium, lithium, lithium yeah. iron battery, sorry. Yeah. Lithium Valium, iron, yeah. Honestly. Your lithium, uh, lithium, your box down lithium iron battery. Your box, your box down lithium battery, compared to the normal kind of like just rolled up paper with chemicals on it, the, the, the ferocity with, what, with the way that they go up is incredible. That's why you can only have a certain size to go on an airplane. Yeah. Uh, but but if, you just, if I just took a knife and stabbed the hell out of the back of your MacBook, um, it would start to explode in in a particular in in a really sort of uh, a really violent way. Um, they start to swell after a while as well. Those old batteries. Imagine if you ever Pete, get an old um, MacBook. It's always like uh, warped a little bit. Oh, is that because of Cause the battery? The, the battery just gets bigger and bigger. Imagine <laughs> imagine Pete stabbing the shit out of my MacBook. Mm. Um, you've just imagined the summer of two thousand ten. Is that why they, they would come over on the PA on the plane and say, "If you've got a certain Samsung phone." Yeah, because they kept catching fire. Was that yeah. to do with the lithium ion battery? To do with the, there was too much stress on one of the batteries. I think it was getting bent a little bit, and it would just go. How do they not get that in testing? Um, I don't know. Things have to be uh, brought to market rather quickly. I imagine there's a lot of R and D happening at the moment uh, over in China and uh, and uh, Taiwan and places like that because mm. uh, they've got no outs to do, haven't they? They can't export. No, just R and D. Stockpile, mate. Research and development. What I know what it stands for. What? Uh, <laughs> well, you're looking at me blankly. That's all. <laughs> that's just my face. Um, what have you? What else have you been up to at the weekend before we? Uh, before oh, I went to Southampton. What the fuck do you go there for? Um, Luke, I know you slit Southampton because you're a um, Pompey uh, lad. Well, hang on a minute. Hang Are we going to have to get the WhatsApps out because you were slating it as well? Oh no, that's what I'm saying. But it, it it's it's a, it's not nice. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's, it's like I had a good walk around. It's not. It's not nice, is it? What were you even doing there? 
Uh, got to see Southampton Newcastle. Oh, of course. But okay. uh, it was uh, it, it, it's very weird, very very strange. That part of the Southampton is not very nice. Oh, that's like a quite a poor part as well. It's always so fucking cold there as well. Was it cold? Um, it's windy. It wasn't too. I was, I was in the posh seats, but uh, it, ah, was, it, was quite, it was. Come on, it was quite windy, but it was also it, it chucked it down, and the 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 ferocity of the uh, of the wind and the rain off the sea was. Oh my word! It was yeah. uh, it was thrilling, but um, oh, great. But a, a stranger. How long did you spend there? Um, Not a second longer uh, than you had to. <laughs> a full day. Was it? Went to watch football, um, went out, and then uh, stayed in a trial lodge uh, with a um, naval officer's discount. Why is your life so depressing? I don't mean it's in a horrible way. Like, what? Why? Why do you, you sat do crafts? that? I know, but I'm at home, right? In in among Good. the bosom of my family, right? Why are you in a travel lodge in Southampton when you don't need to be? Because I went to watch football and I want to see my friend. He's he's getting sent to Iraq for six months. Oh, right, well, that's fair enough. That's ah, a fair enough answer. See, Where did you brought, go? Thank you for your service. I brought it. Thank you for your service, <laughs> Peter. Thank you. <laughs> Where did you? Did you? After a couple of beers, did you go? In many ways, <laughs> my service to the podcast community, yeah, is more impressive than what you're doing. Look, what time? It's eight thirty in the morning. How how many things have I ever done in my life at eight thirty in the morning? Apart from the breakfast show that you may have heard a slice of last week, <laughs> <laughs> and by then you're almost finished. At 8:30 in the morning. <laughs> exactly. But where did you go out on the uh, on the on the town in Southampton? Um, to be honest, um, one of our member, uh, the uh, naval officer, had been drinking since two o'clock, so uh, he fell asleep at about eleven on my friend. So we all went on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else to do in Southampton. A lot of dead wasps. I saw so many dead wasps. <laughs> It's so weird. And then, and then I had a dream uh, this morning, and all other people's dreams are boring. Uh, Matt Baker from The One Show. Yeah, I like him. Seems like a nice I've chap. I've never seen The One Show, but for various reasons, I, I guested on a podcast about The One Show. Uh, Mark Haynes from Wrestle Me does a podcast about... The One Show Show. The One... The yeah. one the, it's, the, it's called the, the One Show Show, isn't it? I think it's called the the One Show Show. Okay, right. <laughs> Rather confusingly. Um, and people who tweet in get confused... Uh, and tr- try and tweet the one show, but because they, they're you know all, older people, perhaps uh, they end up tweeting a fake account, a fake podcast about uh, the one show. Um, and so I've never seen the one show before, mm. and so I watched two episodes. It's demented, it's mad, yeah. It is just, it's just, it's just like archive, doc- little two minute documentaries VT, that they yeah. filmed like last year. Do you know? Just, um, just, and it just goes off and on and on and on. And I had a dream that I was explaining that I'd never seen the Mon Show before. And I watched two episodes, and it was weird. It was like Japanese television. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it turns out I was telling that to Matt Baker, and I went, "Oh, oh sorry, I'm t- literally preaching to the priest, to the choir." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The pri- <laughs> you know, that's the um, the classic um, uh, realization of that it happened a couple of years ago when mm. the great Mel Brooks was on it. Right. Um, he was on there promoting um, some, I can't, I can't actually remember what it was. It was back, it was back in 2017. Mm. He was present, he was promoting something and he was sat there in the, um, in the, um, in, on the sofa. Mm. And it's happened with, like, Al Pacino was on recently as well. Yeah. He's on the Yeah. yeah Mel, Mel Brooks has sat David there. David Jason turned the air blue with a story he did. about him. He did. Being he did. naughty. And we know how you feel about, um, how you feel about Only Falls Norses, but, mm. Melbourne's just sat there. I think they went from, I mean, I'm making this up, but it was something like, and now we go from Giles Brandreth doing a two-minute VT on the letter Q, mm. and it cut back. Ross Noble was there, that surrealist comedian, mm. just doing some mad stuff. And Mel Brooks just sat there, and he went, 
you do realise this is absolutely nuts, right? <laughs> You're on. We heard the story of Patricia, who contacted mm. us, hoping to find out more about her long-lost father. What a crazy show. I know. Now we're fine, Patricia. This is kind of like the sponsor's break. They have yeah. to do something yeah. serious. And they'll be back to the frivolity right. of us shortly. Right. 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 We we're serious. We just turn the page and we move on. Right, let's you know. focus on Patricia now, all right? Yes. OK. Right. Okay. But this is nuts. I want to... <laughs> Think back to Patricia. So, whilst trying to help, we've discovered okay. a brother she never knew about. Okay. Uh, it's reunion time now. Tisha's at the ready. This one's sad. It's sad, this one. You it cut, is nuts. Cut for the whole thing. It is And that's nuts. Mel Brooks saying it. It Spaceballs, is Spaceballs, the producers. <laughs> that's Mel Brooks saying it. Amazing. Uh, classic stuff. I, I actually quite like it. I know it's not fashionable to say that, but I think it's quite a, no, it's just, quite a cool it's just, thing. It's just, it's, uh, no, uh, you shouldn't like it. <laughs> Sorry, look, I'm, not, I'm not even, even going to go, oh, no, no, I mean, I'm sure it's very popular. It shouldn't be popular. It's mental. It's mad. I reckon it's you'd... Just, if, I gave you the goal, if I gave you the gig, you'd take it. Uh, yeah. Similar accent. Yeah. Similar presence. Similar, uh, you know, emotional bends happening every no, day of my life. But would people be, would it be jarring to go from a very clean cut, friendly Matt Baker just to you? Right. It would be like when they, it'd be like putting Gil from the Sim- oh Gil on, from the Simpsons on the on the sofa. You have to be on that show, a presenter who is so comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, you're just able to sort of go, right, we've run out of time, Miriam Margulies, uh, we've got to go to, you've started talking about politics, so we're going to move on. Yeah. To the underwater photographer of the year. <laughs> yeah. A man's found uh, an old bracelet in a field. <laughs> yeah. How much is it worth? Not as much as you think. Yeah. <laughs> the farmer has to have half of the money. It's just like, fuck. <laughs> now we're going to look at some uh, disabled mannequins. Yeah. Like, there was a mannequin. Every so often, it's just Canada. Was like, Where's that come from? <laughs> I, yeah. don't, I don't want to repeat what was said on, on the podcast because I, I, it's quite a fun little show. But um, and we do love Mark because he does wrestle me with moi. Uh, but, oh, he did uh, this very show last week. He did, he did of course. Yes, yeah. he was here last week. Uh, and he uh, and but there was this. Um, it was there was all about body positivity uh, and these mannequins. Uh, that were like differently, like kind of pear shaped kind of mannequins, uh, like kind yeah. of, uh, more realistic body shapes, mannequins. Um, and then there was like this uh, Nike uh, or Nike do a uh, um, uh, a disabled uh, runner. So like if you, with with a with a missing leg, and they put one of those blades on the on the bottom, like, right. like Oscar Pistorius. Yeah. But those le- those those blades are like ten grand. Yeah. Give them to a do a disabled athlete who's in training. Yeah. Don't just put it on a mannequin in the fucking Nike shop in London. Like, it's yeah, but I'm sure it can be. It's not going to get much use, is it? What? It's, it can be used afterwards. Yeah, but by then the, the the tensile strength of the metal might not be as good as it was straight out of the box. So maybe you're thinking, just get a fake one on the mannequin. Just get a fake one, or just yeah. get like a, 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 a make part of the mannequin the blade. You've already made a mannequin. They make them by hand. They push <laughs> the fiberglass into the mould. Perverts. Yeah. They just want to touch female bodies. Yeah. They want to touch bodies. This is taking a turn. Should we have a break? Yeah. All right. Fine. We got a lot of emails about uh, one man in particular, so. <laughs> Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. 
We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to their St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is <laughs> a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I'd beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yep. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light, you dickhead. Sausages, sausage making can be a very intimidating thing. Yeah. Sausages. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the email address. We've had a load of emails about Florida, man. I'm going to do a few of them in just mm. a minute. We've got some good stuff about um, uranium as well, which I want to come to. But if we don't find time um, today, we'll obviously find time on Thursday. Yeah, because last week we talked about absolute shite. We um, didn't yeah. have time to do any... Uh, we only did two or three homework, so I didn't bother saying another topic. Also, um, you were too carried away with yourselves to do any of that kind of stuff. It's fine. It's good. It's a good little break up. Good little break um break from the break from the old fine, routine. I'll, 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 I'll back myself. I don't care. It's not like you. Florida Man yeah. birthday challenge. So what you do is you type in Florida Man and then your date of birth. Mm. Lots of our lovely listeners have been doing it. I've got a few here. Uh Florida Man jailed after trying to barbecue all the child molesters. Uh, <laughs> That's, All of them. That's for May the 7th. That's a big barbecue, um, isn't it? James Coyle got in touch. His one was, <laughs> Florida Man's murder was really elaborate suicide by balloon, which uh, is just strange. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> February 28th, um, Florida Man who allegedly threatened family with Coldplay lyrics ends standoff <laughs> after SWAT team promises him pizza. That's from Reen in Cleethorpe. Sometimes all you uh, need is pizza. Yeah. Um... Look at the stars, look how they shine for you, says Matt. That says Ring. Uh, Dan Pauly has uh, come in with uh, Florida man arrested after allegedly uh, breaking into an office. 
Leaving sign in the window saying, Secretary wanted $17 an hour. <laughs> he brought in just to put a sign in the window. Kate, <laughs> Katie's emailed in with, Florida man tries to start naked fight club at Chick-fil-A. That's, that's for September 26th. Uh, it's oh, good. It's a gift that keeps on giving. I do love America. Oh. It's, just, it's just because, apparently, as we said before, the privacy laws are different in the state mm. of Florida, so a lot of stuff can be... This stuff mm. happens everywhere, apparently. Yeah, 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 yeah But it's yeah. just in Florida where they report it. <laughs> Florida man stole a uh, footlong sandwich in his pants. What, uh, the, what the, the footlong sandwich was in his pants? In his pants, yeah. That's That's a poorly written headline. Because you like footlong sandwiches, they're, they're the ones you have to get made up. It's not much of a crime if you get it handed to you and then you shove it down your pants and run out. I'm talking about Subway, basically. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not Chick- crime in the century. Chick- Chick-fil-A is a controversial outlet because they have some very robust and actually quite unacceptable opinions about uh, minorities, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they also I, 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 they're very weird. religious. I don't open <clears throat> on a Sunday. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> it just seems like that uh, religious uh, companies, and I used to work for a government quango that uh, it was a housing Good to a hear re- the word re- quango. You don't quango. hear it much. Yeah, it's, it very much died with the Blair years, didn't it? Um, mm. The government quango that helped people uh, move from social housing from 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 London anywhere else in the country where social housing uh, uh, the, the, there's a bit more stock. Um, so families that arrive in Britain or families that are finding it very hard to get um, two three bedroom houses in London or the right. surrounding areas can move up to, for example, my hometown of Hartlepool. So obviously I was a, a, the marketeer who'd talk about how um, important it is uh, as, a, as, a, as a project. Uh, and it, it helped a lot of people and people were really impressed with the results. And, and I think there's, there's certainly a view of people in the South that um, the world stops at Birmingham. And they're scared of anything, you know. Hello, <laughs> and they think that everything. Nice north, to see you. Everything north of uh, the, the, the I would, north I would adjust that to Watford. <laughs> yeah, north yeah. circular. Anything outside yeah. of north circular is is uh, no man's land. Um, so I think people get a lot out of it, and it's a great, it's a great project. And I think uh, housing organisations need to uh, prioritise after the um, Thatcher uh, right to buy. Uh, Shake, where's where's shake, this come from, I'm just, Peter? I'm just uh, getting yeah. about the lack of social housing. We were talking here, about here. Chick-fil-A, weren't we? Yeah, but I'm just saying that we had a quango that came in that kind of, um, <laughs> it was a private company that uh, that, that did like a, a, a website to make this easier. Um, the government paid a, a shitload of money to this uh, company uh, that I won't name. And name it, name it, name it. I used to work for. I'm not really sure what it's. Co- um, yes, I do know actually. It's. Um, I'm not going to say. Okay. But um, but they uh, were they had like a kind of charitable Christian kind of edge to it. So oh, right. Every time they would do something terrible or outsource everything to Albania mm. uh, for 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 the for the technical work, which would come back uh, containing house types that we don't even have in this country, completely yeah. unfit for purpose, right. trying to cut corners wherever they can. They would go, yeah, but we're giving a lot of money to, uh, to Christian charities in uh, Africa, aren't we? It's like, yeah, you can't always justify that. Uh, you know, just bad management by... Charity, sort of going, charity washing, going, yeah, but we're, Yeah, but we're, but we're being very charitable. <clears throat> Do you know what Quango stands for? I'm not really sure. To no, me. I didn't know. No. And I think some of our listeners wouldn't know the either. Blur, the, the, the Blur song, uh, there was a Blur song, Mr. Something and his Quango. Oh, that? yeah, I can... That's the sort of stuff that makes me dislike Blair inten- uh, Blur intensely. And Blair, no, no. Blur, I meant to say. A quango stands for a quasi-autonomous non-governmental organisation. Ah, privatisation by another name sounds like a baby. Um, I didn't know that, and I imagine yeah. a lot of people didn't know that, so there yeah, we go. Nice. We've all learned something today. Um, Mr. Robinson? Mr. Robinson and his quango. <laughs> you, you make it sound really camp. Like much more camp than it is. Blur were quite camp. They were quite camp. <laughs> Not by the way, did you listen to... <laughs> 
<laughs> it reminds me of that um, tube station gate that used to make the, the song oh, yeah, food noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you listen to Tom York on Desert Island Discs? Oh, did he do one, right? Okay. He's done one recently. It's very interesting. He did is he the, the least cool man you ever, can ever imagine. He, um, I was talking to his uh, ex-tour manager, or certainly tour manager, he, he was looking at a primal screen at the, at the time, and uh, diff- he's had a fucking difficult couple of years, and I think... Has he really? Man, uh, I think, did his wife die? I think his wife died. His ex-wife sadly ex-wife passed died, away, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I think him settling into post, I think any man who has to settle into post, um, uh, that kind of situation, sort of fatherhood, and, mm. and, and, and I think he's calmed down a little bit now. I think he went through a lot of... Uh, a lot of stuff. He said oh, stuff. it was an interesting episode. I would recommend mm. it. Um, it was, yeah, it was very good. Um, should we move on to some chat about uranium? Okay. Just a quick reminder for mm. people that you said, I think you said last time we were on the show together that a gram of uranium mm. theoretically has something like 600,000 calories in it. Yeah, just crib from Twitter, but I'll take it. Yeah, it's fine. Mm. Uh, well, listen, we've had, we've had some nuclear engineers in touch. Uh-oh. Uh, and the fir- Uh-oh, the big boys are here. The experts are here. <laughs> the Do seen- we even need them? I like no one's talking about the uh, anti-expert agenda uh, when coronavirus is fucking coming. Yeah. Bring the experts in. Yeah, yeah. Help! Yeah, yeah. We're fucking idiots! Yeah. What's that? Climate change? Not bothered. <laughs> Not bothered. Um, but what's ah. that? A virus that might give me a fever? <laughs> I'm staying in. Um, Chris Summers from Washington, D.C. And I'll tell you what, I'll give Chris a lot of credit. He's a nuclear engineer. He's got a degree in nuclear engineering anyway. Right. He lives in Washington, D.C. He's used his full name. He's not saying, I don't care what, he's saying, I don't care what people no. say to me. He's not doing that old kind of bottle job thing that a lot of emailers do. Go, oh, I've got a story about the police, but I don't want anyone to name me. <laughs> uh, good on you, Chris. Because I beat up a man. Yeah. Oh, God, I was, I was once, um, I once um, kicked a wingman off, off, off a police car. <laughs> I wonder, back in, back in Cleethorpes in 1997, and I wonder if they're going to catch me so please just use my first name Domingo uh, Mick Jagger got in a bit bit there um, Chris Summers what, he kicked, what are you saying he kicked a no I, I start, I, my impression started to be a bit Mick okay, Jagger right. um, you'll do a better one than me though okay Keith <laughs> Chris Summers says hey guys as a guy with a degree in nuclear engineering a lot of guys in that sentence Chris hey guys. I can answer part of your uranium question mm. Uranium girl. <laughs> you know that you came and you changed my world. Uranium is used in nuclear fission, which mm. is the process of breaking an atom into smaller atoms to create energy. The energy created is calculated using the famous Einstein equation, E equals MC squared. The classic. E is, e is energy, M is mass destroyed, more on that in a second, and C is the speed of light. The uranium atoms are broken into smaller atoms like iodine and cesium. Uh, if you add up the mass masses of the byproducts, it is the smaller mass than the uranium you started with. The difference in mass is the m in the E equals mc squared equation. Ah. To summarise, nuclear reactions convert mass to energy. One of the mind-bending but true parts of science. If you ha- find that helpful, consider me for the official scientist of the show. Huge fan of Luke and Pete show, Chris Summers from Washington D.C. I just worry. I was just worried he was going to disavow us over the notion that it uh, contains so many calories, or it would create so many calories. I think is probably the more accurate. Yeah, but Dave mm. has followed up with a little bit more information on the specific or the specificity of eating uranium. Dave right. says, hi, gents, finally a topic in the show I can f- possibly provide some information on. You pondered what would happen to you if you ate a gram of uranium. Dead, Hand- dead within an hour? Handily, 
I happen to be married to a nuclear physicist who used to be manager of internal dose assessments at AWE. I thought you were going to say... I know what AWE is. Happily, I've been married to a person who's really hungry and also very much part of the nuclear community. Happily, I I happen to be married to someone who once was really hungry and I left my uranium just knocking about. (laughs) According to my wife, says Dave, eating the uranium will be slightly less damaging to you than inhaling it. Oh. There would be an increased risk of cancer as the uranium would be absorbed into your kidneys and bones. She did ask if we were talking about natural, enriched, or depleted uranium, but I skirted around the detail on that. (laughs) If you could have questions about my field, cryogenic air separation in the future, I would be grateful. Um, Cheers, Dave. Who's currently within basic missile range of the Yemeni border, he says quite cryptically. Do you have any questions for Dave, Pete, about cryogenic air separation? I'm sure he's got bigger problems. I've got one. Missiles flying around. I've got one. The Saudis. What is it? What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, it sounds like something to do with clouds. I'm going to say that. Do you reckon he's doing the old um, getting the clouds ready for the Qatari World Cup? <laughs> yes, there's cloud seeding. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Paul McCartney though, he seems to be like the ma- the man that everyone mentions when cloud seeding uh, gets mentioned. Is he? Yeah, because he had a big concert and they uh, they spaffed some chemicals into the air to uh, make it rain, make it rain, and then just get rid of all of the water vapor. Just pass me by. Yeah, I can I hear more about this another time? If you want, thanks. We'll have a Google. We need to get out of here. Let's come back on Thursday though and and, and follow this up. Um, and yeah thank you very much for listening to the Luke and Pete show with me Luke Moore <clears throat> excuse me and that oh. man Pete Donaldson yep. we'll be back on Thursday with more of this nonsense if you like the show five star review us all the way we appreciate it tell your friends follow us on Twitter at Luke and Pete show and email us hello at lukeandpeteshow.com call you bab This was a Stakhanov production. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I'd beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead.